Today, let's talk about what it takes to relaunch your course. And even if you haven't launched yet, listen to this episode because I've got some good ideas for you to make that second time around even easier. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. So today, I actually have a confession to make, and that is, last year I wanted to relaunch a 24-hour course creator, and then I have a five-day challenge that goes with it, the topic and title challenge, and I'll tell you, I didn't do it because it just felt like it was going to be so much work and so much effort, and I had so many other things going on at the time, so I didn't relaunch at that point. And I decided this year, I'm like, okay, I've got to streamline this. I've got to make this easier because I know how much this can help my audience and help you as you're trying to move forward. So we are getting ready to do another round of the 24 hour course creator, the big coaching program, plus the topic and title challenge. So the most important thing for you right now is to make sure you get on the list so go to topicentitlechallenge.com, plus I'll have the link in the show notes so that you can go over and get on the list and make sure you can join us because we're starting on March the 6th, so for 2023 if you're listening to this episode later. But okay, so the reason this episode came up today is I recognized that relaunching in theory, should be super easy. I mean, hey, this is the second time around. We've done this once. We've got it all figured out. Once at least, we know what worked, what didn't, what we need to change. So how come relaunching feels so challenging? And today I want to talk about a couple of things that I'm doing to make sure that it's easier the third, fourth, fifth time around. <laughs> okay, so there's a few things to keep in mind. And the first one is the best buyers that you've been accumulating over all of your time of building your audience may have purchased from you the first time around. So you want to make sure you've got some additional ways to get new people into your launch the second time around. Also, if not, if they didn't purchase from you, maybe you need to think about what messaging they need to hear the second time around so that then they're ready to actually buy from you. So it depends on what you're selling and, and kind of the audience that you're working with. I have both. I have some people that jump in right away, and then I have some people that it takes them a little longer. But once you know that, then you can create content for both types of audiences. So that kind of leads into this second question. And also, if if you haven't actually launched yet, I wanted to also mention, these are good things to keep in mind because the best time to make these notes are in the middle of your first launch or in the middle of what you're currently working on. Because 
rather than coming back six months later and trying to remember all these things, if you can make yourself notes as you go along. So even if you haven't completely launched yet, keeping these things in mind for your first launch and will make the second one way easier. So keep that in mind as we're moving forward. So the second question for you is, what do you need to change this time? So what didn't work? What are some things you want to move around? I know one of the things I've shifted, um, this is probably the fourth or fifth time that we've done this challenge, is the timing because I decided I wanted to have more time in between the end of the challenge and the starting of the coaching because we were starting the 24-hour course creator like the next day after I finished the challenge and it was exhausting. <laughs> so now I've got a couple days in between. We're going to start on Wednesday. The challenge is going to end on a Sunday and then we're going to start the actual coaching on Wednesday. Give me a couple days to sleep in a little. <laughs> okay, so then question number three is what worked really well the first time around so that you can repeat that and make sure that you do the same thing the next time you launch. And then this was kind of related to, to number one, but I want to revisit it because it's so important. Where is it that you can find new people to bring in to your launch this time? So brainstorming, you know, can you uh, do some kind of giveaway? Can you do some kind of partnership? Can you invite all of last time's launch folks to invite their friends this time? Do you have some friends and colleagues that would mention your launch and mention whatever it is that you're doing to promote ahead of time? You know, finding some of those things in plenty of time early can be essential to getting the leads going. Now, you notice I didn't say Facebook ads. I'm a little um, careful with Facebook ads because I think it can be a place where especially brand new creators can dump a lot of money and not get a lot of results. So if you want to test it out and try it, definitely, but just don't make that your primary source uh, right off the bat. Just, just a little cautious there. I want to make sure you're getting a return on your investment. Okay, question number five is can you add joint venture partners, especially if you didn't have it the last time, could you add these partners to help you find some new leads? So they are some of my very favorite sources because I love to help their folks and then it's kind of a win-win all around. Their folks get to jump into my challenge, they get to share the stuff and if someone buys, they get a commission and I get to help their folks plus I only pay those commissions after someone is actually purchased. So unlike Facebook ads, we have to put the money in ahead of time and then hope you get buyers. With partners, you only pay on the back end of the sale out of the profits. So the big thing to remember if you're going to do that is you need to be talking to your partners way, way ahead of time because they probably have their calendar full, especially 
for folks who have bigger lists, they're usually planning out what they're doing months ahead of time. So you, you may need even like six months ahead to get on some of the calendars. So I do have a whole JV course about this and how to, how to use this process. So I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to find out more, or if you jump in for 24 hour course creator, you'll actually get the JV course for free. So you get that one plus the email course plus the sales page course. Those are all bonuses. So keep that in mind. If you're thinking about this, those could be really good bonuses for you moving forward. And then number six is to make sure you update all of the dates everywhere. (laughs) And this is what I really have a challenge with because especially for the topic and title challenge that I do, I put the dates on all of the images that we use and I did that on purpose because I want people to know when it is and to remember and to block the time off and to be ready for it. It's March 6th, by the way, (laughs) that week. If you want to go block it off, block off an hour every day that week so you can join us. But the challenge then because becomes all of these images, the ones in the email, the one in the Facebook group, the ones that are in the opt-in pages, the ones that are in the videos, they all have those dates on those images. So I have to make sure that I go back and change them all. So what I did this year is I made a list of all of the types of images that need to be created and all of the places where they are so that now I can just next time around, just go that list and start updating everything or have my assistant update them for me. So we'll talk about that in a a little bit, but, um, keep an eye on those dates because there's lots of little sneaky places where it could maybe not be updated, especially if you're reusing stuff or you're reusing old emails or the one that really caught me is on my landing pages. I have a place where you can set up what the social media sites are going to look like. So you put in a special image that shows up like on a Facebook post and I forgot to update that image. So it had the old date in it. So hopefully this year I'm trying to catch all those and we won't have that problem. And then the next suggestion is a little bit advanced, but it is one of those huge ones that will save you mountains of headaches in the future. Um, when you're launching again, and that is to use some kind of short links or tracking links for the different pieces of your launch. So let me explain this and then you can set it up so that you're ready to go. So for example, when I do the topic and title challenge, there's a workbook that everyone gets that they get to download. And I put this link all over the place. It's all over the pages. It's all over in every email. Uh, Sometimes it goes in the Facebook group. So you can see this workbook link. If I had to go back and change it every single time, that would be a huge process. So instead, I have a short link that I created that goes to the workbook. So then I use that short link every time I share out the workbook. And now for the 2023 workbook, I just need to go change that short link. So then every place where it is, that link will automatically redirect to this year's workbook. So huge, huge time saver. In fact, I've probably got at least 20 different links that are automatically set up this way. 
So uh, I started, this is another tip for you, create that list of these so you know what you need to update in the next round, the next time you launch again. So I've got things like the welcome page, if they're posting questions in the Facebook group, there's a link to that. Um, the Zoom link that we use, the each of the days of the challenge, each of the replays. Uh, I do a masterclass, so even those masterclass links are similar every year. So it, if you're wondering, like, how do I do these fancy short links? I will link to an episode where I talked about tracking and dug in a little bit more on this, but I'll give you three tools that you can use right off the bat. One is called rebrandly.com. Uh, another one is uh, click magic and it's spelled strangely. So just check the show notes. And then the third one, if you happen to have a WordPress site, you can use a plugin called Pretty Links, and it will also create these short links for you, which is what I use, and I've been super happy with it. So uh, think about how could you save yourself time by having short links that you use all of the time and then just update the short links for the next time around. All right, and then the last idea I have for you is to plan out your relaunching. And by this, I mean make a to-do list, maybe even record some demo videos so your assistants and your team can help you with this. By the way, Loom is really great for making quick five-minute videos. Um, and then the next time you launch, hopefully you can pass along a lot of these relaunching requirements and all these tasks and give them to your team so that it will be so much easier the next time around. So I hope this gave you a few ideas on what you need to do to relaunch and be prepared so it's easier next time around. Also want to send out a big five-star happy dance <laughs> to Chezer for who posted a review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much. They just make my day. And they said, let me find it back. This podcast is full of practical and effective tips. It's not just a bunch of surface ideas, but you will find actionable tips. She clearly puts effort into each podcast. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. And I'm glad you like the podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do each week. So I love getting to connect with y'all. And I hope you got at least one idea that you can take forward for your launching to make your launches run more smoothly and your relaunches. If you did get one, I would love another five-star review. Thank you so much. They, as I said, I'm doing little happy dances in my office as those come through. So thanks for being here. Thank you for listening, subscribing, following, sharing this podcast with your other course creator friends in your Facebook groups and the other places that you connect. So appreciate you all. Have an incredible week. Make sure you get on the list for the topic and title challenge. I want to connect with you live and hear about your upcoming courses. So we will catch you soon. Take care and I'll see you on the next episode.